Welcome to episode three of the Golfer and Yogini podcast, where we talk about subjects that we are passionate about. My name is Kevin, and I'm the golfer. And my name is Mallory, and I'm the Yogini. On this episode, we get to talk with Olympic swimmer by the name of Caroline Burkle. Caroline was such a great person to have on the show. Um, talk about a competitor and a passionate person. She says racing gets her excited. And I don't think we talked about race car driving on this episode, but you just get the impression that she likes racing so much that she probably would have made a great race car driver. <laughs> I'm sure she would have. Um, hey, she still could. Who knows? It's I mean, she's got a long life ahead of her. Um, but now Caroline is a sports psychologist. And so in this episode, we get into some pretty interesting conversations about what makes people tick. Um, we also find out in this episode that Kevin here is the creator of Easy Golf League, our sponsor. The cat is out of the bag. It is. And yes, this episode is brought to you by Easy Golf League. No so kidding. they are our sponsor for this episode. That's right. If you belong to a golf club or are the manager of a golf league or a golf club and are using spreadsheets and email and sign-up sheets and tournament software to keep track of your club, Try using software that will facilitate that all in one place in an automated way with Easy Golf League. With Easy Golf League, you will get live scoring, live leaderboard, online payment structure, and automated tracking of your entire golf club online. Check it out at www.easygolfleague. That's the letter E, the letter Z, golfleague.com. Sweet. Um so just to sort of say thanks to our listeners, um, we are f totally feeling the love and we've got like up to 128 or something crazy like that subscribers so yeah. far. Yeah. So um, thank you for listening and subscribing. Um, if you like what you hear, um, which we hope you do, you know, log on to um, iTunes and write us a review. I think we've got a few. We've few. got like we've got like ten all five yeah. star reviews so far. Great, yeah. that's just so nice. It really is. Yeah. So. Imagine if imagine if all 128 subscribers um, got one or two more people to subscribe. That would then be where rad. would we be? Well, yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> Yeah, so spread the word, everybody, please. Yeah, and keep listening. Thanks for the love. Also, um, just want to throw another shout out to our producer, Kate, who has produced um, two incredible episodes so far and did a great job in the second episode where we were having some um, audio issues due to our, um, what would you say? How would you call it? Oh. novice uh, audio ability at this yeah, point. I would. We've, we've learned quite a bit since. You'll notice in future episodes, including this one, um, that the audio is quite a bit better. Um, but Kate did a, a really good job of making last week's episode sound better than it really did. Trust me, for those of you that listened, if you noticed it was a little tinny, it was even worse than that when we gave it to her. So she's doing a great job um, and we appreciate it. Yeah. So speaking of um, our producer, Kate, um, let's uh, let's kick it over to Kate to kick off the podcast. Kick it off, Kate. We have to really talk real good, okay? <laughs> okay. The direction of this podcast is um, like the yogi and the golfer. Kevin's a golfer. And cool, so that's awesome. It's like bringing 
our passions of our in our lives like yeah. to everyday sort of life and so speaking yeah. from kind of you know I don't know life experiences through the lens of a yogi and through totally. the lens of a golfer and it's interesting because I come from a big golf family like my oh, little cool. brother is going to college for golf and no kidding my parents like are obsessed but it is such a mind <laughs> like, like yeah. and I'm a sports psychology consultant like oh, with wow. youth athletes and yeah. that's all I do and it's swimming and I can't imagine doing golf like I got my master's in it and I cannot imagine doing golf like I'm like <laughs> I should know this but it's such a crazy just oh my god <laughs> I cannot imagine well because it's all it's just like you it's kind of like yoga right because it's just you and you're right I mean you're you're kind of competing against other people but if you don't it's you in the course, you in your yeah, clubs, exact, you in your head exactly. for 18 holes. Exactly. Like, oh my god. Which is why I love it so much, actually. And you gotta be a certain breed. <laughs> you yeah, really do. It's I a guess good so. thing. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I have no patience for it. Right. But I'm like, are we done? I, I know, but aren't, <laughs> where's the race? Aren't you like an athlete as well? I was a swimmer. Yeah. And it's funny because now I really love yoga, but I have to have a good balance of like the competition. Mm-hmm. So I'll do like CrossFit twice a week and then I'm like yoga three times a week. Yeah. running by myself or you know with one other person or something like that so I need that balance of okay I can get my competitive edge out but I've never been the kind of athlete that's like you know screw you I'm gonna do blah 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 you know and and beat your butt and you know I was never that kind of girl I was always had a good balance of it so Mm -hmm. for just as much aggression I can get out and like lifting weights or doing whatever like the next day I'm like whoo I'm tapped, and if I don't get a good yoga in or day off, I'm really going to be bad. <laughs> so it's a good balance of the two. So, because swimming is kind of an individual sport as well, but I guess there's no obstacles that you're kind of dealing with, and yeah, it's you don't get in your head as much, maybe. I don't know. You know, it's funny because it's individual, but in college, it's not. I mean, it is, but NCAA is you're competing with your team. Mm. And um, it's kind of like track. Yeah, it's exactly like track. Like, so when people are, you know, asking what distance you swim or whatever, we always compare to track. So, like, I was 200, 400. So, I'm like, it's like track, 200, 400, you know? Um, and then you have your distance swimmers who would be the Kenyan runners. And then you have your sprinters who are the Michael Johnsons, you know, the massive, like, yeah. seven foot dudes. So, swimming's a whole different animal from athlete to athlete, too. And um, every, every single race is a different thought so the milers are super patient and can swim for hours and hours and the sprinters are the most ADD and ADHD you know they can't it and they'll readily admit it they're done after you know 30 minutes of workout and then they're back in the weight room they got to keep switching it up so it's interesting to have the different dynamics of brains in swimming you know because you got totally four or five different types of athletes in in one sport which is really cool so is would you say swimming is your passion or is your passion just like sports in general or what what do you get excited about i get excited about racing racing i like games and matches and tournaments and you know things like that like i love watching tennis but I struggle after 30 minutes of a football game or, you know, 30 minutes of a basketball game. I think it's great and I'm all about it. And I'm, you know, a diehard basketball fan, like grew up in Kentucky. You know, I love football, Florida Gators football, but I can't, (laughs) I can't imagine having just done something where there's like scoring and, you know, stuff like that. I just like the whole objective of (laughs) racing point A to point B. And yeah, it's, there's something exhilarating about competing for yourself and for the team in college too, that you can 
you can do. So do you do triathletes now? Or? Actually, that's triathletes. funny. Do, do, do you do, do triathletes? Do I do them? Actually, I've never done any of them, <laughs> but like, I've maybe, done maybe. one triathlon. <laughs> there you go. It was a relay. No, actually... I did. Okay, when we were little, we did hey, like Iron Man. Athletes are sexy, so yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> they are, right? I know. <laughs> um, the men, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I thought about it. For me, it's the biking, and it's getting over the mental block of biking. Yeah, but it's for time. I know, and it's addicting because I've done one, and I was like, oh, I could get used to this. But yeah. then I think it's also it's a lifestyle. Like you are fully committed, big time. Yeah. I don't know, do you guys do any? triathlons i've never i've never done yeah any triathlons it's the, for me do a sprint it's, it's the swimming so like <laughs> you and i should like yeah i i do not know how to swim you know like the, the totally. proper way yeah um i can like doggy pa- i can flip onto my back and do like the backstroke <laughs> i'll give you some lessons You'll there we go in no time <laughs> yeah and then you can when you have your baby you could like you know strap it on the front of there the bike or go. the back of the bike yeah and, you know, the whole deal yeah no yeah. but I, I think um I've done a real, I just did the Malibu relay, which was fun because okay. I only ran. Oh, My nice. brother swam and then we had a biker guy that did the bike and those are fun because yeah. it's a relay and you can like kind of choose what you want to do. Right. You're like, and, yeah, yeah, your expertise. And it's a sprint. I mean, I yeah. ran four mile, you know, it's not like that yeah. intense, but you still get really competitive because you like kind of know where you stand in it. And yeah. um, I think that's kind of fun. Just the relay aspect of it and working as a team, but still having your individual leg. So I'm like the opposite of you. And I love, <laughs> I, I love, I love team sports, but if we're not keeping score, yeah. then yeah. Count, count me out. Like, yeah. like, like racing and sprinting and running and all of that stuff. Like, yeah. Get me on a golf course. Let's keep score on each hole. Right. Let's relax if I can. Like my other, the other sport that I really like is basketball. I grew okay. up my whole life playing yeah. basketball. Um, but yeah, like, like running and like get in for time. That was growing up uh for basketball we'd have to like run the mile for time or do things for time and that's the the thing i hated the most for sure like conditioning stuff yeah but i got up and they did it because i love basketball so much so it was like uh, yeah necessary evil right no it's true and i I, for some reason i think i'm just the kind of person maybe growing up i i've always been a really introspective person like i'm a cancer you know i like I'm like a sensitive soul, but like hard outer shell, you know, but like, so that being said, I really like to compete and then think about what I've done. Ah. Not think the whole time I'm competing. And that's the, <laughs> yeah, di- and yeah, that's yeah. the difference. I, I can, yeah. I can see it's that, right? It's the huge difference. So like, wow. I, I can't think when I'm actually doing something, which yo- that's why yoga was perfect for me. Right. And, um, you know, I didn't even do it until I retired swimming, which was crazy. All we did was lift and run, you yeah, know, but I'll get crazy. to that later. But, um, yeah, I like to just go on autopilot and then afterwards you recap what you've done and kind of yeah. think about, okay, what was it that I just, <laughs> you know, like, okay, yeah. what could I have done better? What did I just do? And, and competing on that, I think to me it's more or less, I don't know. It's just like for fun Mm -hmm. rather than I think maybe I worried growing up I don't know maybe it was conditioned somewhere this is what landmark talk now oh yeah oh I learned a lot about that yeah oh my god (laughs) but I think growing up I you worry maybe I worried about being judged in in a game you're you feel like you're kind of judged the whole time because you have to do everything right for score or objective like gymnastics or something oh oh yeah I mean people are judging you like I I don't know that I could have done that growing up you know maybe so 
I mean, I could have. Story I'm telling myself. <laughs> yeah, Story yeah. versus fact. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's hear about your, your experience. Yeah, and the seminar. <laughs> and you guys have, you guys we, are like yeah. in the self-expression course, right? Uh, or, that starts, uh, yeah, the like, next couple of weekends we're coming up. Yeah, you know, self-expression yeah. and leadership uh, program, SELP. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm doing, I think I'm starting the one January 25th for breakthroughs. It's here. Oh, the seminar. I'm pretty sure. Okay. It's like the three hours Mondays, like yeah. what you guys have, right? Yeah, on yeah. Mondays. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So yeah. for, for people who might be listening to this podcast later on, how would you guys explain the Landmark Forum? Mm. Oh, dear. It's probably better than me. <laughs> yeah, I don't well, know. There's a good story. I know. <laughs> I know. It's, yeah, uh, it's hard to explain, isn't It's it? pretty incredible though, right? It yeah. is. I, I, I think, so what I really liked about the idea or the philosophy kind of behind it is that it's not, it's like a an education, like a weekend long education that it's it's nothing new I don't think it's Mm-mm. nothing that I didn't know or that you didn't know right it's like all stuff that we all kind of already know but presented to us in a little bit of a different way for me at least it was like there there were a few things that I w- didn't know um like educationally wise but yeah. um and then what what I really found out was stuff that I didn't know about myself through the stuff. And it's creepy, isn't it? Yeah, it's You're super like, creepy. Oh, geez. And yeah, <laughs> this would have been nice to know five years ago, right? Ten like, years so ago, like creepy in a good way. Ago. Yeah, <laughs> to help you. Like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's hard to pinpoint exactly. Yeah. Uh, what it you know what it all is. What how would you how would you put it? Um. Yeah, I would say it's an it's an education to kind of um provide tools for you to kind of to live life and to understand how you've been living life as as you know your person or whatever and yeah we've done there's a bunch of different courses you can do within the landmark forum and we've done two courses and a seminar and it's really kind of shed light on who i am as a person and then it's also given me tools to change anything that i didn't like about that um, or that, or or any of that stuff that I learned that was potentially holding me back to accomplish things that I wanted to accomplish. Yeah. So the blocks. Yeah, that the blocks. was big. Yeah, huge. And I think, yeah, it's more or less like it's almost like a reawakening yeah. of what you are. It's like been sleeping, right? Because you've been blocking everything totally subconsciously. Yeah. And there's not one takeaway like. A couple of my you know family members or what was one takeaway and yeah. I'm like one <laughs> I sat there for three days and yeah. like after yeah the, for half of the, the first half of the well the first day you know the first like five hours you're like oh my gosh I don't even I can't do this, this yeah it's just not gonna happen like they're trying to sell me this landmark stuff and I just don't know if I want to do it and then all of a sudden it's like boom and you're like yeah. whoa yeah <laughs> like yeah everything hits and then you're addicted you know yeah. it's like you you get hooked on what they're telling you and, right and because you dive deep into it and yeah. so I think the experience was really good for me and that realizing the even the stories that I've told myself my right. whole life and yeah. how much coping you do versus mm. fr- setting yourself free which was a big takeaway yeah you cope for so long. Like as an athlete, you learn to cope really, oh, yeah. really well. And it's like creepy how well you learn to cope. Like I'm fine if I'm good. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. actually, no, you're not. Yeah. You know, and yoga made me realize that when I retired mm-hmm. from swimming, I started to get into yoga and it was painful. I mean, the first like three months I wanted to leave the class halfway through every time. Oh, wow. You know, you just can't. Yeah. It, it, 
and for I was such an independent person, it was surprising to me. Right. Like I'm usually pretty good chilling by myself and doing whatever. And, yeah. You know, being in my own head and right but then all of a sudden yoga is a whole different being in your own yeah (laughs) absolutely I can't do this pose what you know yeah and and so I realized right then and there at landmark like how hard I've been on myself my whole life and you know and how you you cope really well but you've never really set yourself free and learned the that's (laughs) super powerful stuff you just cope cope yeah but it's not that's not doing anything for you yeah it's not not (laughs) moving you along yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So I'm a really independent person myself. And yeah. this year I decided to create um, an app for golf leagues because I'm a golfer oh, cool. and I'm in a couple of different golf leagues and they're all like manual. It's like email and sign up sheet and yeah. Excel spreadsheet and waiting for people to calculate <laughs> oh. scores. And it's like 1990. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just thinking like, can't somebody automate this? So I took it upon myself. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe there's an opportunity here. So I started creating an app and I think that had I not done the landmark forum, I would have mm-hmm. uh, quit mm-hmm. creating this app. You would have made reasons why you should. Oh yeah, yeah. there's there's been yeah. multiple reasons, and then I would have just ended up wasting some money. So I'm like, every time I get to a point where it's like this is too much money or it's not going anywhere or whatever, I just I check. I'm able to check myself now and be like, that's just you're making that up right now. So why not make something else up that's like it is positive, it is going to be successful. Yeah. That's a good point. Checking yourself, I think that's one thing I've been doing more of. Yeah, the, you catch yourself, right? I'm like, that's not, you know, that's a story, or that, yeah. that, like, I just made that up. <laughs> yeah, but it kind of like it made me feel like a crazy person a little bit. Yeah, me too. Because it's like, because you, it shines lights on all of those little areas of like, you know, the the shit that we perceive ourselves through, you know, and see our world through. And, (laughs) and then in learning about what those things are, it's like throughout the day, I'm like, Oh, there, there's that. And, and so now what, but what's really powerful is to at least then it gives me the choice to then decide now what, you know, what's the next step? Is it, do I, continue on in that sort of the path that I'm I'm going in my mind or am I going to change the way I'm looking at the situation you know totally yeah there's a lot of oh shit moments like yeah (laughs) you know and then you start they really start to like get in your head and make you overthink and then you're like oh my gosh am am I overthinking yeah and then but you're really not maybe that you know you're telling yourself again uh, you know, it's like another story. Like, right. am I everything? I don't know. Am I? Like, why right. you, you know, so, yeah. or is this really what you should be thinking about? Or is it easier to run from those thoughts? Oh, and that's yeah. why you're worried you're overthinking, you know? So Did you take the advanced like, course? I have no, oh, that was it's just a regular. It's so helpful. Really? Yeah. That's because, what I hear. Well, I think the landmark you form kind of leaves yeah. you in that sort of mind space of like, oh, I recognize all this shit. Now what do I do with it? Well, the landmark, the advanced course kind of helps you understand like why those stories are being created and also what to do with it and how to right. communicate around it. And how to yeah. apply it actually. So the way yeah. I look at it is like the landmark, the, like the forum wipes the slate clean kind of. It's like, yeah. okay, here's, it, it shows saying. you everything. It's like you kind of, you're, you're clear on things, but it's kind of like, okay, now what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. Know? And so the next course was really helpful in providing those sort of, you know, just the tools to kind of see where to go from there. Yeah. Um, and where to create your future. 
So true. And I feel like that's one of the things I left there and I was like, I really should do that in advance course. Like I really yeah, should. Yeah, but the, the seminar I think is a good, that's a great yeah. step and that's like a nice way to kind of continue on um, if you're not, you know, jumping Getting right into going. the, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that's valid. And I think too, I mean, one thing that was hard was sitting for three days. For sure. I yeah. was really struggling with that. I mean, we ran in the morning so we could like do nothing during you know yeah. feel tired so right we, like, would go on long runs at like 6 a.m yeah but then you're like stiff and tired then I'd be mad that I was stiff and tired right. and then I wouldn't be able to think properly and you know yeah <laughs> so it does call you out on all that stuff too oh like, yeah it's easier to get up and go stand in the back and for sure than to just stay put and chill in the moment yeah and I had to really challenge myself there which I taught bet. me a lot just yeah. in itself like yeah you know and yeah. I'm usually one that loves to do to veg yeah so it's funny when you're forced to which mm-hmm. I learned when yeah. someone's making me do something right I don't like it's like reading a book for school versus reading a book that you for like fun to yeah totally so yeah like, yeah it called me out like I'd sometimes get up and go stand in the back and then I'd be like oh my gosh like that's me running from mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. And, yeah because I'm uncomfortable with this conversation right or you know and they'd be like go sit back down and I'm like I just need to squat for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't tell me squats, what to do. Like, yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, Caroline, like this is exactly what, like, you know, Yeah. like you're coachable, but you still think that there's something that you should be doing on your own without asking for help. But you know, like yeah. you still think you can do everything on your own and yeah. you need to just chill and let other people give you some right insight yeah, giving yeah. insight all right. the time yeah yeah because <laughs> so. that's the line of work that you've created for yourself yep. is is being the coach right yes I mean valid that and that was a speaking of another realization I was like I struggled taking that even though I have a coach still yeah and I like every coach has a coach so I still have one yeah I still I I love it like I love learning and absorbing mm-hmm. but then there's something about I think perhaps sitting in that setting felt like school to me again. Yeah. And so it's like flashbacks of grad school, you know, where you're like, oh God, I have to like sit with all these people and like right. learn all these things and I just want to like do it myself. Yeah. And, you know, apply it and go ahead and start talking to my kids about it. And right. Like, you know, the people I work with and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Instead <laughs> of like, okay, just like let someone else give you information for yeah. one minute. Like they're going to help you. Yeah. Not like you know, yeah. waste your time or something. Right, so. right. I know. That was one of the big things for me is that like learning that we kind of set our worlds up to be able to run those things, totally. you know, like so in order totally. to, I don't know, I don't, that was, that was something that was really just like crazy to look at all of the times that I've set up uh, my life so that I could play, you know, like the victim card or, mm-hmm. you know, get help from someone. And it's like, whoa, that's my life. Yeah. Like, that is what I've been creating and like pulling in, you know, yeah. from people around me and experiences it's so and stuff. True. So it's, in- yeah, it's, it's an interesting education for sure. And do you apply it? Do you feel in yoga now when you teach? I do. Um, it's, it's so for yoga, when I teach, I've, I really find that I have to be over whatever it is I'm talking about uh-huh. in order for it to land because otherwise it's like I'm throwing up on the students. It's like, you know, I haven't <laughs> fully processed it, you yeah. know, and it's like that's not really fair for anyone. And then it, it creates like then it turns the class into something about me instead of something about everybody else or the totally. students. Yeah. So I've been pulling from that, yeah. um, but it's. I really try to focus on being over whatever, like having fully processed whatever it is that I'm like 
trying to share with someone yeah um, this is in a class mostly you know yeah. so um but there's big there's big parts of that and I mean I've I've been shifting my own life and and doing a lot of self-inquiry so it for sure shows up in the teaching that I do but um yeah it's it's like yeah just I don't want to I don't want to come in with like a un finished well, you don't, thought just so you know good well thank <laughs> you, you. Like, no really and truly like Thanks. your class is actually one of my friends went to your class for the first time the other day jesse okay and oh, she was yeah. like oh yeah oh my gosh i forgot she's so good and she like has the best things to say and i that's, was like i know so and she only teaches like or the ones i can make are like sunday morning and yeah. that's rare so yeah yeah but yeah no it's yeah. it's i i get that you want to yeah. be able to portray a positive situation versus right. feeling like you know I'm not quite over this yet and I just need to talk about it to talk about it, which right. whether it's yoga or whatever it is that, yeah. that shows up in everyone's life, you know? Yeah. And I think though that it, it's, it can be used, um, you know, because I don't like to go in thinking like I also, when I teach, it's not like I'm a perfect little package and here it is all <laughs> tied up in a bow, yeah. you know, like yeah. I've already figured this whole thing out and here it is for yeah. you to like think yeah. about, you yeah. know, cause that's not real either, right. but um, but there's this like fine line between um, like being super prepared and having like a speech and a script and also just feeling complete with whatever it is I'm going through. Or I feel like I've I've maybe shared a couple of times where it's like, I don't know where like what this wh- where this is coming from, but someone needed to but hear it in good, the room. Though. Yeah. The vul- being open and vulnerable. Right. People relate to that. Huge. They're like, oh, you know, I. I- feel the same way or you know they can that relatability totally and it puts them in that vulnerable space for yoga to where they don't feel like they have to be performing for anybody and being perfect which yeah that's society a little bit you know sure I feel like that kind of defines a passion right where you enjoy going through all everything all of that right like being able to come from a place of authority but also being able to be a student in that um form as well yeah. and, and really just everything that comes up and and you still go back for more right unlike yeah. unlike maybe for for me for example my day job where I'm a salesperson mm-hmm. and it's like I show up because I have to to get a paycheck mm-hmm. and I'm not showing up because I'm passionate about it and right. you know right so, but but when you can show up no matter what happens in your life and you're still excited to go do it you know at least on on some form or another I feel I feel like that does that defines a passion totally right? and I you could not resonate with that more. And I think that's one thing I've really been trying to focus on is like, what is my passion project versus mm. what is work? Right. You know? And it, it's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard yeah. for so many people to define that. And it's normal, you know, and that's what yeah. I hope society turns into that, you know, to where everyone can do what they love. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, you know, it. you just you have to be so aware that we all put ourselves in these cages because yeah. we feel like, you know, you have to perform for, right. yeah. well, for that's, someone, but it's like, who is that? Yeah. That, that's yeah. Kind someone, of, you think, know, I don't know. It gets really complicated. Yeah. <laughs> Ex- that's, that's just it. Right. Exactly. And that's kind of like what this podcast is all about. Right. Yeah. Kind of like trying to point out people's passions and, and really talk about how they can potentially use that, you know, in everyday life to, you know, pursue and you know, whatever, yeah. if, if it's, if it's a, a way to make money and, and, and live your life through your passion, then great. Or if mm-hmm. it's just an, an escape to kind of, you know, get your mind out of all of the other stuff that you need to get through that. That's cool too. And I know you were, right. you're a world-class swimmer, right? Mm-hmm. What was, was, well, no, I don't think you, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I dove away. in right now that it would do justice, but, <laughs> but, 
I'm okay with that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that if that ever really that title really ever goes away. But yeah, like when, yeah. So it, when, when did you start swimming? I started swimming when I was maybe know, four. But wow. as far four. as like swimming, swimming, I was eight. I okay. remember it was when I started Your family competing. have like a, a pool at four or something? Like swimming pool? No, no, I mean, I did diaper dip and those <laughs> kinds of things. But I was like, I think I was eight when I started competing. But I, again, just love to swim for fun. Like yeah. I was never the kind of girl that was like a vicious little competitor. I was like, oh, you know, like, woo. Like yeah. I always did really well when I had fun. Right. And so, let's see, I was eight and then. I randomly, so my mom was a professional tennis player. Oh. I played tennis, but none of us ended up playing tennis, like, <laughs> professionally or anything. She's yeah. kind of bums her out a little bit. Oh, man. She's like, I had to sit at swim meets my whole life. But um, <laughs> 13 was when I made my first junior national cut, and then I was not ready to go. I was like, what? Like, yeah. So I didn't go. I just bailed. Yeah. I oh, bailed. No. Yeah. So then I made, I mean, I went to seniors when I was 15. Which there's that cut and then senior nationals and then Olympic trials. Okay. So now they've just changed it. So um, I was young. What was the mindset for you to like decide that you didn't want to go versus the next time that you did want to go? Like what? What were you? What was the story you were making in your head That's back a good then? Question. <laughs> I just don't think I even knew. Mm-hmm. I was oblivious. I was like, I don't even know what I what this is. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be around all those people. It's like so much pressure. And well, I think I just ran from the pressure. Yeah. So I wasn't ready. I was like, so I was just like. You didn't believe you could win maybe? Yeah, well, probably. I mean, I don't think I ever really believed that until I was like 16, 17. Yeah. But I mean, a 13 year old, like that's so young. And like thinking back on me when I was 13, it was like I was, I hadn't been honing in on this practice or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, But just the mindset that I was in, the headspace of a 13 year old, um, that's, that's a, a hard one to to even look back on and like try to think about where, you know, where you're making your decisions off of. I was a really naive kid too. Mm-hmm. Like I was the first born, you know, I have brother, younger brothers, but I, I, I didn't keep up with the Jones. It's like, I just marched to the beat of my own drum and I, I didn't know any, like I didn't know anything. I didn't have anybody like teaching me anything. You know, I just kind of yeah. like, do do like I didn't have any, crazy like you know pressures to like be cool or anything I just I didn't care I did you know even in high school I like did my own thing with the swimmers like I didn't really go out or part you know I didn't even do any of that stuff like I wasn't a a typical teenager I was just kind of like did my own thing and it was it was awesome you know we had our own little group of athletes and hung out together so I never felt the need to be ahead of where I was so I didn't feel like I needed to rush into that. Like even oh. doing doubles and swimming, I didn't need to rush into doubles. I told my coach, no. Wow. Yeah. Like my parents were like, she doesn't want to do doubles or lift weights until college. So I did like dry land stuff with, you know, the group, but I was always like the one that wouldn't go to the weight room when they doubles went. meaning like two practices. Two a yeah. Oh, so wow. I started two days like my senior year of high school. Okay. And so I think that's probably why I got better in college because I, I was ready. Like I, wasn't burnt out already right. and not to say that people do yeah. everyone's different sure. I know girls that started when they were 12 and they did really well all their lives you know but for me I knew I didn't even mature until I was a junior in high school yeah like I looked like a two, two-year-old boy you know I was like a little gangly <laughs> awkward you know yeah. feet this big like an awkward puppy just like really you know 
awkward yeah. for so long that I didn't really feel like I needed to like be there already. Mm-hmm. I just kind of was happy being where I was and doing yeah. what I was doing with my friends. And yeah. I was the only one that made those cuts. So I would be the only one going with like the older kids. You know, right. to me it was like scary. I was sure. Like, oh. So I think I just needed that time. And and then my freshman year of college, I started to be like, okay, I'm in. Let's do this, you know? Yeah. So I'm one of those put your toe in the big in the pool, mm-hmm. waited around for a little bit. Once but you feel good, you, say that, but you, you go were, in. You were winning races, right? Yeah, but I didn't care. It was like I, I just didn't care. Yeah. I was yeah. like, this is great, <laughs> you know. But I didn't. I wasn't like thinking that I was going to go dominate the world. Like my my yeah. motives weren't to like kick the girl's butt next to me. It was just like I'm going to win this because I like to swim and fast. I yeah, I think yeah, I think there's something to be said for that though. Yeah, right? that's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, I I don't know. I I've never gone to that level of um of competition but in hearing other people's stories about that that those are kind of the ones that are like like your story you know where it's just like you were just in it for the love of it you know kind of not for the outcome of it exactly I don't know how you get to that to that place but interesting to to hear if you know how you got to that place but I know like some of the worst rounds of golf I play are the ones that I care the most about right it's like oh this is a big tournament and I really need to focus on this and I need and then Mm -hmm. you're just like tight no that's exactly right you're in your head and but the but the rounds that I don't give a shit about are the Mm -hmm. some of the best rounds I've ever had Yeah. yeah and that's the whole like thinking that I was talking about earlier like whenever I wasn't thinking was when I was doing my best yeah and I just couldn't I, when I overthink, you know, these like games or anything like that, I go crazy. Yeah. And I, my worst year was my sophomore year because I had so much expectation on myself mm. and coach did too. And it was just like, ah, you know, it was yeah. like, it was really hard on me mentally. Um, I did terrible. I mean, like I'm talking terrible, mm. like didn't even make it back to NCAAs like at all. Like, and I see it first going into it and didn't oh, even wow. make it back like 24 people. Wow. Yeah. Like to the point where it was like I had no confidence, no passion for it because I was just like so focused on succeeding and doing well and what I needed to be doing versus like I'm just going to go in and race because I love the sport. Yeah. And so now you're what did you say? You're a sports therapist? Yeah, I do. So I went to I got my master's for sports psychology. So you can either go on and get your PhD and work within research for sports psychology and work, you know, more like the biomechanic type stuff with the brain and and the how the you know golf is big on this is simulation you can either go that route or you can go into consulting so like working with the athletes yeah on stuff that's on the surface that you know and digging deeper about performance so I do performance psychology so performance consulting and that's cool and I work with youth athletes on Skype oh cool (laughs) so like my days are scattered as far as like where my calls are in the summers, they're like all day. But my business partner lives in Manhattan Beach, Rebecca Sony, who's an eight time gold medalist. Like, oh, wow. yeah, she's <laughs> she's like awesome. She's so easy to work with. We get along great. And we finally decided to make it a business because we've been doing it for like two years. That's so cool. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. And then we were like, fine, we'll make this a business. Like neither See? of us wanted to do it. Yeah. And so we hired people exactly. to help us because we it's were like, I don't a- even know how to do this. We like have an intern <laughs> doing our Instagram who's awesome. But I'm like, I just don't even want to do that stuff. Like we just want to help the kids and yeah. work with like in our performance elements oh, that we amazing. got in our masters and our the curriculum that we have with our modules and we don't tell them that because you know it's more schoolish but yeah we put them through 14 weeks three different seasons of that and it's awesome I mean just 30 minute increments all day on three days a week and so it's so, a lot of FaceTime but 
and Skype, but it's good. So, so knowing what you know now, what would you have told your oh, senior yeah. self in in high school? It was a high or school or college. College when you didn't oh make my the gosh. When you didn't return the sophomore. I think it was oh, the so- oh, your sophomore man. year. Yeah, I you know, I first of all, I didn't practice any sort of sports psychology mindsets at all during that time. Like I was doing no visualization. I was Did you doing, know about them at that time? Mm-mm. Yeah. And it wow. wasn't even big then. So now okay. it's getting bigger. I mean, as you know, like Tiger Woods has his own, you know, and they like travel with them and they, oh, wow. you know, they, they travel with them and go through all this, the mental stuff. Cause yeah. every sport is so mental. Every, I mean, everything is mental. Yeah. So, I mean, I think if I had to go back and tell myself something from my sophomore year, it would honestly be, to actually re reset goals because <laughs> I mm. didn't even know what I wanted. Oh, I was yeah. listening to the to everyone else. I I had no say in my own success and what defining success was. Right. So I was like really um, doing a lot of external listening and and soaking too much in from the media and all these expectations and pressures that I was supposed to be this person that they portrayed. Yeah. So. It's hard to explain like how I would do that, you know, but it would just be a series of well, I think, like conversations said, with someone. Like I wish I would have had someone to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> to but, go over really what is it that you want to do. Yeah, yeah. It, because it really is different, right? Like like going after goals that you've set for yourself versus mm-hmm. trying to listen to what other people tell you that you should do because mm-hmm. other people are gonna tell you different things and then you get scattered and there's no focus and Yep there's no results when there's no focus or there's very little results anyway. Exactly. And narrowing my focus. I had such a broad focus and, and attentional focus of what everybody else was doing and what they were telling me. And I was not in my own lane at all. Yeah. Like it was, and it was so, it was awful. You know, you get sick easier and oh, you know, yeah. cause you're like letting all this stuff into your life. And instead of just being doing your thing, yeah. which is, I think every athlete has to learn that, you know, yeah. but um, it was also a really, hard time emotionally for me with my coach because he he was very he was in a place where he had a lot of great athletes and he was just very stressed out so a lot of us suffered because he he and we've talked about this him and I a million Mm -hmm. times like he would pin us into these like you have to be this you know and it was like really stressful yeah so not allowing that pressure to change my personal version of success you know yeah so yeah, it and was a lot. Yeah, I bet. Bouncing back from that's hard, For too. For sure. Because yeah. then you don't think the first time you do well is legit. You're like, is that was that a fluke? Yeah. You know, like when you're getting back on the bandwagon, it's right. like, is that a fluke? Am I really supposed to be, you know, you question yourself. Yeah. Which was interesting. But, yeah, retiring was the same concept, too. And <laughs> when did you Redefining retire? your success. Yeah. 2010. Yeah. I was just ready. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing I was telling you guys about being as a young athlete. Yeah. I just want, I knew I was more, I always knew I was more than a swimmer and not that it's bad. People swim their whole lives. It's their gift. Mm-hmm. I just, I wanted to give back. Yeah. I was relatively tiny for the races that I swam and the athletes were getting taller and faster and stronger. And I just was tired of playing keep up in that respect too. Right. I was like, I'm just ready to get going and yeah. do and, and give back to the sport versus competing 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 like if i went to 2012 i would be in the same position 
yeah as I am right now yeah I'd be wondering what's next and when I realized that I was like I'm okay with this yeah took a while to get over but I just I didn't have it in me to fight for two more years mm-hmm. to have the same feeling again yeah of wanting to to give back yeah you know for sure so and so yeah. you went to you were you went to the Olympics mm-hmm. uh what year did you go 2008 okay my brother went in 2012 Oh, wow. So I really couldn't escape it. Yeah. <laughs> he went to Arizona for college and I would always visit him and stuff. But that was, I actually didn't appreciate the fact that I made it until I watched him. Oh, wow. I didn't, a big deal. I didn't even, for four yeah. years, I was like pushing it away, like yeah. whatever. Like, I don't want to be defined as that, you know? Right. And then, because you have to like do all these like media appearance, you just mm-hmm. feel like a little puppet after a while. Like you're doing sure. all these things and you're like, I just want to have meaning in my life. Yeah. And I watched him and then I appreciated it and then I could turn things into meaning. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. And was he for swimming as well? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. I know. Yeah. He almost made it when I did in 2008, but he was young. He's younger. So he's a okay. year and a half younger than me. But okay. He was fourth in trials and they take two and then he was second in 2012. Wow. That's cool. So, yeah. And it's then a grueling process. I could imagine. Like 12 weeks or 12 days long. Like wow. prelim semis finals, prelim semis finals. It's <laughs> a lot. You so, they, so what you're saying is they don't just let any schmo into the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> it's awfully grueling. It's like actually the USA Olympic trials are harder than the they're more competitive than the actual olympics well especially since in swimming we're like the best country in the world right yeah and like top eight yeah olympic trials for usa is faster than top eight at the olympics wow it's weird it's really weird weird. like it's it's and there's some fast people out in the world yeah (laughs) but the olympics usually you know it's a little bit of a different vibe than trials you're like you're really focused on making it so everyone's on like peak peak time you know in the olympics like i'm here woo <laughs> you know i mean you, <laughs> sure. you do it but it's not the same right. it, it's a little different i know it sounds bad but it's yeah. a little different yeah it's a little different yeah That's- so you've made it so yeah. you're like Ooh. <laughs> right right yeah yeah so. some of the works well some of the work's done i guess at that yeah. point yeah so but it sounds like you've figured out how to get back yeah i have and it's taken a long time and a lot of tears and mm. patience and um confusion and landmark (laughs) but and I mean I went through actually when I was done with swimming in 2010 I went through two years of therapy Mm. counseling and that's what landmark taught me is I could cope like I learned how to cope even better through that and then you don't because and everybody does to be honest I really don't know very many post-olympic athletes that don't go through depression sure you know it's kind of like depression after anything right right you're just like oh this is like this great high and now I'm like what's next oh my gosh who am I I mean I get that after like a holiday or like a vacation I can't imagine like putting all of my sweat and blood and effort into this huge event you know I mean it yeah I can totally imagine the dip that happens after that is yeah I mean I'm talking like dip yeah (laughs) like you know like to the point of I mean I just remember just like crying myself to sleep Mm -hmm. at night like this is it like now mm-hmm. what like I'm supposed to live up to that standing yeah. in front of the world like how am I ever gonna do that right and you just believe those stories over and over right you're never gonna be successful again right and I I really don't know very many that we're we're do- haven't we're doing this we're our seminar is living life passionately seminar oh yeah living yeah. passionately and, and one, one of the one of yeah. the classes they teach you is how to live life with purpose grace and ease Oh, and then, gosh. yeah, right. So it sounds like, yeah, I want that, right? That's got to be hard. <laughs> so, 
one of the things that they send you with your homework is giving up the myth that living life with purpose, grace, and ease is easy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that it, nothing's easy. Nothing's right. easy. But and if it's easy, then what does but, that mean? Yeah, yeah but that's, that, I, <laughs> like, I feel like that's what we kind of we kind of trick ourselves into thinking. Like we see other people like handling things very gracefully or mm-hmm, or, or easy, mm-hmm. and and we don't always see is sort of the finished product, and we don't really understand the blood, sweat, and tears that it took for that person to get there, right? Like, and you're kind no of idea. opening up a little bit yeah. right now around yeah. your blood, sweat, and tears, but to the outsider that, you know, they might think somebody who knows you is like, oh, this girl, she's an, you know, an Olympic swimmer and yeah, she owns yeah. her own business and man, she's just been crushing it. Yeah. <laughs> and you make it look and so that's easy. What and say. They're like, oh my yeah. God, you're like thriving. And it's like, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it lo- it appears that way, but so does like Instagram accounts with like 400,000 followers. Right. It appears they have a perfect life. And right. how do we know they do? And yeah. not saying they don't, they may have a perfect life, but right. you know, that's, it's all like what people see and see your totally. perception of everything right. again, back to the landmark talk. Yeah. But it is. And it's, it's funny because, um, I, I literally, we, I think we all do. And I know I'm generalizing this with all the post Olympians and everything. <laughs> we compare ourselves to everything. Mm-hmm. Like, cause that's just been what you've always had to be on. Like you've got to compare yourself, you know, sure. in a, in a weird way Yeah, growing up. So it called me out on that too. And that nothing is perfect. And I was reading, I was actually reading someone's Instagram account the other day. Who was it? It was like a tennis player. I don't know, but he said, his post was like him, like in like in defeat, kind of like he was upset but happy, like crying. I couldn't really tell, but mm-hmm. on, over the r- words over it said, um, "It took me seventeen years, four hundred and twenty-one days, sixteen point whatever, blah 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 minutes to be a success." And I was like, "Thank you," because yeah. I forget that now. I'm what when I retired, two thousand ten. I'm almost six years retired. When I was six years old, I wasn't in the Olympics. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, and so it's like it's going to take a long time. Like yeah. it took me 20 years of For training, sure. you know, to get to where I was. And we forget that. And it's 20 years of ups and downs and crying yeah. and bad swims and good swims and I want to quit and I'm going to quit and I think I'm quitting and then you know. And <laughs> yeah. so that's like what that's what it is. Yeah. Like I've wanted to quit a million times with my business and with yeah. with still wellness with rise with, you know, doing ambassador work with Lulu, like all of it. I'm like, this is worthless. Yeah. What? I'm just going to move to Bali and sit on the beach. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I literally <laughs> say candles. that every other day. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what? Life would be easy. I just lay in a hammock and I'm like, I have my own boutique. And it's like, really, yeah. that's actually hard too. Right. And then you're Super bored. Hard. Yeah. That, I always have to remind myself that too. Cause I go down that path too. Sometimes where it's like, Oh, you know, we'll just sell everything and like go live, live on some <laughs> Island and do nothing. And then I'm thinking, that would not, I mean, that would be great for like a, a week or two, you know? <laughs> and then you'd be like, I don't know what everyone's doing in the States. Yeah. And it, like, <laughs> I think like humans need purpose and they like, they, we thrive on passions and, um, yeah. and so it's just, I think shifting the perspective sometimes on that, you know, and like <laughs> allowing ourselves to, to go through those ups and downs, but also realize like that's life. Like that's going to happen anywhere you are. And you're always going to wonder what, what, what Yeah. If. Yeah. I think I think that is the magic, right? It's like I can't do this because whatever the because is, 
But everybody who ever did something, they went through the because in order totally. to get there. And totally. so, you know, if, if you're if you're sitting at home and you're thinking like, oh, I really I'm really passionate about this, but I can't ever like live my life doing that because whatever your because is, right? You gotta get try to get that because out of your yeah. head and just go go for it. Right. Uh, and, and, and it's going to take never know if you don't try. Yeah. And it's going to take hard work and it's going to take, mm-hmm. you know, sweat and it's going to take struggles. But even whatever you're doing right now today to bring you whatever you have today, that all took struggles, too. Yeah. And you just didn't like get it. You right? Don't, or you, you don't made, remember. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also being OK saying if I fail, it's like Brene Brown, like oh, I'm signing up to her. fail. I know. I love her. Oh I'm like, gosh, I'm obsessed. And last too. night I was FaceTiming with one of my best friends in Tennessee and I was like, I was so excited. I was like telling her about everything and when the business is launching in a week and a half and blah, 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 blah. And then I was like, but if I'm in a cardboard box in three weeks, you'll know that it, nothing worked out. And she was like, first of all, you said, but if I'm in a cardboard box, like stop telling yourself it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Second of all, three weeks. So you're saying a week after it launches, you're already going to have it all figured <laughs> out. And I was like, oh yeah, you're kind of right. You oh, know, yeah. it's like you think, oh, it's good. Like yeah. everything's perfect. And then what? Yeah, well, there's always like, and then, then what? And just being able to be happy with like the process, like it's yeah. not a destination. Yeah, aren't you kind of so already? <laughs> aren't you kind of already doing it right now too? Though yes, totally. <laughs> well, and it's like the des- well, it's the back to the racing thing. It's like I like the start and finish. Right. Yeah. I keep thinking there has to be a finish to this. Right. When's that happening? Instead yeah. of like, see, you guys are so patient with like the destination and like, you know, one of my best friends is a golfer too, and he's just like so good about enjoying the journey and I'm like how do you do that it's like how do you not know where you're gonna end yeah <laughs> it's like to me I'm so used to having that like point a point b we have all There's sorts of line. great we have we have all sorts of great tricks we tell ourselves <laughs> yeah oh yeah I, I could I could I could play bad for nine holes in a row and think be thinking in my head well there's still nine more after that yeah <laughs> yeah no yeah it's, it's crazy yeah. yeah but yeah I think it's been a process and it's it's a cool experience to have and I'm like it's it's crazy I'm like just now being able to own it better too Mm. which is interesting I'm having this conversation now because I could always say how proud I was of myself and everything like yeah yes it was great it was great (laughs) it was really cool yeah but I really don't feel like until I went to landmark that I was actually called out on my bullshit either like because I went up and talked oh wow well I was finally like YOLO and so I like raised my hand it was like day two and I was like if I'm gonna be here I'm gonna go for it so I went up to the front and and then we were talking about like how what we finally want to own or like what we want to tell the world or whatever and and no one there knew like not one person mentioned me none of the our our leaders knew and I just like walked with the microphone and I was like I went to the Olympics in 2008 and everybody was like, what? And was like, like, they're like, no, like, yeah. like you're lying. And then right. I was like shaking, like started to cry. And I was like, I've never said that before, except to kids or like groups and speaking where yeah. you, you go for that purpose. Right. Because you're speaking about how to set goals or, you know, how to do whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's never like proclaiming you. Yeah. And like being proud of your achievement. Like, yeah, be proud of it. Darn it. And stop yeah. being like, yeah, it was fine. Oh, because that's kind of how I am. I'm like, yeah, it was great. Yeah. You know, because I think I'm like, kind of, yeah, like make it It, small, but it's not enough. Nothing's enough, you know, and it's silly because it it is like you should be happy for it. So I think I'm finally getting there, you know, to the point where I can say and be proud instead of being like, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Anyway, you know, and like change it because you don't feel like you're like worthy of talking about Mm. it. Yeah. You could have done better. You, you, right. you analyze what you could have done better still about that yeah. about that day. Yeah. You know, which that. is so hard on yourself. Yeah. yeah. For sure. So 
I totally get anyway, that. Anyway, that's totally my that. spiel on that. Yeah. What, uh, well, so tell us about this this new business that you yeah. that you're creating that you've been doing for the last two and a half years. Yeah, that we finally <laughs> finally decided to sack up and make it a business. Thank God for Rebecca's agent because he was the one that was like, "What are you all doing? Do you have a bank account? Like, do you?" And she's like, "No, we just do it because we like it. And we're just doing it with a couple of kids, and like, mm-hmm. we were doing really well. Like, parents were wanting their kids to sign up for it, like blah blah blah. But we were just like." We'll deal with it later. So we started in right when I moved here, like August. It was like, bam. I didn't expect it at all. So we started just creating more of a database, more worksheets, all this stuff for these kids because we put them through these programs for sports psychology and how to perfect their mental game Mm. and to be able to perform. So we're focusing on swimmers. So we just started compiling. We just started doing it out of passion, like just reading books more, you know, doing continuing education and and gathering worksheets and making, you know, all of these modules and videos. And, and all of a sudden we were like, oh, we have all this stuff. Like, let's make a website. Yeah. So then we like contacted my friend. Like, so she's almost, you know, finished with the website. She has her own business. And um, yeah, so it's just, it, it's hard to explain what it is because we call it sounds like it's sports mentoring. Psych- it's not, sounds it's like not. it's sports psychology for swimmers. Yeah. And it's funny because we don't want to say that because we yeah, don't yeah. want it to psychology the word right that already like brings a stigma to it it's like you have to already kind of start working backwards sports mentoring huh yes so it's sports mentoring but have you ever heard of instavisor no No. it's similar but that's just more or less like skyping to like have a relationship with a former professional athlete but we're doing more of um specifically swimmers for now Mm -hmm. and specific program lengths that coincide with their swim seasons so like we'll start january february march and they end like mid-april and they take like four weeks three weeks off and then they'll start again and do the same amount of time and then take like three weeks off and they'll start again do the same amount of time and then like right around december 15th they'll take until january off so those coincide with championship meets Mm. so we'll put them through 14 weeks of whatever they specifically need so like a 10 year old boy well we don't try and do that young but it's like 12 to 18 like a 12 year old boy is going to need something different than a 17 year old girl. Yeah. You know, the boys like want goal setting and we want to know the tactics and we want to know how to, I'm in my own head and the girls are like, I just need to talk and I have all these like drama (laughs) things going on, you know, and which is normal. Yeah. So we run them through what they specifically need according to what we have content wise with our elements. So we have the elements to perform Mm P E R F O R M. So it's like purpose. Oh Oh, my gosh. Now I'm forgetting them. Well, it's, I'm sure it's on your website. What yeah. is, what's the, what's rise the, elite athletes? I didn't even say that rise elite, rise elite athletes. Dot com. Okay. Yeah. So R I S E and it was rise athletes, but that was taken. Mm. Someone swooped it. I know. Isn't it funny how some of our websites come together? I, I, I know. Uh, so we're like elite. Sounds great. So yeah. We like put that in there. And so, um, yeah, so we Skype with them and it's good. Like it's a professional setting. Like we asked that they are in a quiet space, yeah. like doing, you know, with their work and we'll do worksheets and activities and, and all that kinds of stuff. So parents love it because it's basically like they have a mentor, they have somebody that they don't have to go to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's sadly digital is big now. These yeah. kids are in New York city and Boston and Seattle and, you know, so they're from all over. Wow. So it's been super cool. That is it's so cool. challenging to sit in front of the computer, but we're going to be hiring other coaches too that graduate with their masters in that specific field and then we'll put them through our modules and our training that we're creating see if they're a good fit and we're going to try by the end of 2016 to have like two or three more that's incredible so we'll see the olympics make it hard because it's next year oh yeah 
So well, that's that's a good story. I know, <laughs> but here here is the fact of the matter: why it does make it hard, because nothing but the Olympics matter in swimming because it's only every four years. Mm. So literally everything else gets like pushed to the wayside, yeah. and it's not a bad thing. But we're we're trying to like get some people get some more leverage of it now before. Yeah. If we launched at the same time of the Olympics, it would be yeah. I mean, like, what? I mean, yeah, maybe, but I don't know how many twelve or thirteen year olds are making the Olympics, so could be good marketing. It is spiel. true. It is. And I'm now just throwing it out there. I know. Yeah, I'm yeah. throwing it's it. Possibility. I mean, yeah. I'm just, creating the possibility. I'm just possibility. trying to create possibility. <laughs> it's funny because I'm with Aviva now doing their community stuff, mm-hmm. and it was perfect because they're in Montecito, so it's the Lululemon for six to 14 year olds oh cool same company and they've yeah. been all over canada and, and oh, california yeah, but saw... we just opened one here yeah it's a boutique so it's yeah. small it's like only three of us that run it and you know the moms come in and they're like oh my gosh my daughter's a swimmer what do you do what oh my gosh yeah. we sign her up you know so it's been like really great that's like so to cool. have that connection too because yeah, parents bet. want anything they can get that's easy and they can set their kid not to drive them to another location oh my gosh to do anything that's big i could totally imagine there that's you go like, yeah <laughs> I Give know. yourself some time. You're going to be like sitting in front of the computer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Start swimming just so they could be in that, uh, in that yeah. program. <laughs> yeah. So eventually we'd like to have different sports too. Yeah. Um, like some, you know, some golf or yeah. some soccer, yeah. tennis, some mm-hmm. sports that are kind of a little more mentally challenging too yeah. for, for youth athletes with yeah. comparison and with strategy and, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, we run them through all that stuff, That's- visualization, imagery, that's so we do cool. those sessions like they lay on the floor and we just run them through scripts and yeah, yeah. it's cool that's yeah. really good yeah. well um thank you I know for I'm rambling no 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 that was really good <laughs> I, I tend to get really excited about what I talk about <laughs> no <laughs> like that that was that was great and thank you for joining us for our yeah. podcast that was incredible totally. I, don't, I don't know I mean to, to me it felt like we've been talking for 10 minutes but we've really been talking for almost an hour so I was gonna say you're gonna have to clip that like <laughs> sorry no. <laughs> no I doubt we'll have to clip no, much no. of this okay, uh, it was really good it was actually really good awesome. and, and good. I and you know I know I wish you success in your business thank and, you yeah. you guys too Thanks. seriously yeah I'm so proud of her and you've got Aww. your own gig going <laughs> yeah so it's like you're yeah and you too yeah it was really nice talking, though. Yeah. Thank you for opening up and sharing totally. really, really powerful stuff. Yeah. yeah. And anytime you want more, I'll cool. yeah. feed yeah. you with more. All right. Well, <laughs> you said it. So. Yeah. And so what are you doing tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, exactly. no, get her out of here. No. <laughs> I'm like, camp it out. So what are you guys doing later? Hold on. Well, this Barbecue. Is wh- like. Yeah, this is what I heard. I heard mom was Movies. a professional tennis athlete. My business partner is also an Olympic swimmer. And so, She'd love this. Yeah. She'd love it. Yeah. Where She's your, great. Where does your mom live? My mom is in, well, they're in Louisville. She's from oh. up north, but they're in Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. So she's from and that's where San you Francisco. Grew up? I grew up in Louisville. Okay. Yeah. okay. So that's where we're going to have to figure out how to do the Skype stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And or I, like, seriously, I'll do an opening email with Elise. Yeah. And you cool. guys can talk to her that because would be great. she would give you the, yeah. Sweet. She's yeah. great. Yeah. That would be great. So cool. I love her. Cool. Well, thank you. Thanks. Totally. Talk about a hole in one. Um,